from the trenches. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to From the Trenches, real life in the accounting industry. My name is David Boyer from Change GPS. Joined with me is Paul Meisner from Freedom Mentoring and whatever's happened the last week for next week that we're very interested in. We are brought to you by BGL, Australia's number one corporate compliance and superannuation software. Paul, this is your show. This is your topic. This is everything that's on your mind and in your soul right now. It is, David. Hello, listeners. Hello, all. Thank you uh, for joining us again. I'm calling this, David, JobKeeper Hell Week. We've, we've, around the world, as a result of COVID-19, we are seeing government stimulus. We are seeing loan schemes. It's not schemes. I shouldn't use that word. Loans, grants, all sorts of things. There's become a real... Uh, I, I suppose a real need in business. There's lots of opportunity to get stimulus and other things. We are seeing here in Australia the biggest, I feel, two weeks coming up the JobKeeper system, which is the 1500 a fortnight per employee. Has the online enrollment forms just been released? We are recording this on a Sunday. David, I, I am... We've been through the toughest two months, it feels like, and certainly the last couple of weeks with the uncertainty around JobKeeper. And while we saw a little bit of certainty, I, I honestly, David, sit here on a Sunday afternoon almost in a way afraid to open up the laptop tomorrow. Um, there is, for me, a, a lot of questions about how a small firm will manage, uh, find out the eligibility of all of our clients, collect all of the employee data, registering everyone, although the, the online systems, uh, I've used it today, is pretty good. Then it's just so much to do and I really worry, David, this is going to be two hellish weeks. Well, I applaud you for finally coming up with a clickbait title for one of our episodes. <coughs> I, it's not going to be our week. It's tax administration. You're born for it. You love it. It's what you do day in, day out. And there is uncertainty, but this happened, I remember it, but it was before my career time. I remember the uncertainty around GST. I remember my dad talking about it. I remember the press were all over it about what was in and what was out, genuine uncertainty. And then you had this like rush of rulings afterwards to try to close the net on it. So I think perhaps not with the time urgency of now, I think we've been here before 21 years ago. It's, you know, somewhere on the spectrum of what something new looks like. But I, 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 I agree, but I think the... And as you said that, it, it certainly you're entirely right about it being compliance. It is in our wheelhouse. This is why it's not throw the arms up in the air and go and farm cattle, which I'm doing at the moment, as well as <laughs> trying to get money for JobKeeper. I've, heard, I've but, heard that your children are learning a huge amount about mathematics in square metre algebraic equations. 
I tell you what, the fertilizer truck is coming, and uh, my uh, my father in law has set a math challenge for my six year old, and apparently we're either going to get a good yield of crop uh, grass for the cattle this year based on his fertilizer calculation or not. But I've, I've been told that is <laughs> that is Monday morning's math lesson for his homeschooling. But Look, I think for me, it's entirely it, it. It's been the uncertainty of the last two weeks. I I will I'll be honest that I had, I was lucky enough to get a, one of the senior co- uh, commissioners from the tax office call my mobile on fr- like Friday afternoon at I think it was four forty five. Did you go all fangirl on her? Well, we'd been exchanging, we'd been exchanging uh, messages, and I was just just interested to learn some of the details because there was some real uncertainty, David. We did not know. One of the cornerstones of this program is how do you calculate, or you had to calculate a decline in turnover, and up until that phone call with this this ATO commissioner. I didn't know the definition of income. Nobody did. <laughs> we we Two still weeks ago. hadn't. This is no, no. This is like forty-eight, less than forty-eight hours ago. Mm. We do didn't know you, whether. Do you know enough we, now? Yes and no. <laughs> I think it's it's. I'm a very black and white person, David, and well, I'm most compl- but most compliance this, people are. Most are, especially accountants, right? We lead, yeah, mo- we yeah, read mo- legislation. I just on Friday, I was I was relieved to know that we we could use either. Cash or accrual. That sounds yeah, that silly, but one. accountants no, out there huge. will know that you can get massive swings. Well, especially uh, so I, many people are in, issuing invoices and not getting paid right now. It's massive. Absolutely, massive absolutely. Addition. And I'm, I mean, I'm still a bit unsure about us about a. And we live in we live in certainly unprecedented times. But I'm a, I'm always unsure about a a, a stimulus or, or a package that is. Very much, your qualification is based on projected income. That that to me is just is is grey. Well, you're being forced in- to do advisory work there, Paul. Bit of forecasting, bit of cash flow. <laughs> yes, I can re- I can recommend some tools for you. And I don't need software because it's not that you know it's not that hard. Um, uh, but anyway, I, I think I think you've hit the nail on the head there, David. For me, eighty. 80 plus percent of the stress comes from the truncated timeline, not yeah. from the compliance. Clearly, I can read legislation, I can go through a client list, I can assess my clients, that's fine. And what I can't do is do it in less than 10 days. And, and it's actually more, so it becomes like a capacity thing. So like the efficiency in your practice needs to become very good, even if you're just a one-man band, a one-woman band. It's even more important. Like, you need to work out how your day is going to go, which may mean you're not going to take some phone calls. And it's a capacity at at partner level, in a way, to to use a sort of accounting firm analogy. Is is, this isn't this isn't every level's kind of wheelhouse. This is, and and while a lot of it is process, there is there is to a point as much as you can get with projection. There is some process going on. Um, yeah, that's actually a big thing for me. This there's, is seven working days. But We've got process, seven working days. But it's seven working days. This is where, where everyone needs to take a very deep breath. 
if you miss the seven working days, you miss the first payments. It's not correct, good. which is the first it's not two good. fortnights. It's not good. It's three grand. So three, it's three per grand. employee. Per employee. It's not good. It's not. A, it's not a great outcome. But in the scheme of things, it's not the cattle station. Just oh, like take a breath. Good. Everyone just yeah. Everyone just take a breath. And because more and than think, likely, more than yeah. likely, the clients who you, who are likely to get missed are the, the crappy ones who are terrible with their information, respond slowly to everything because you're always going to have them in your too hard basket. They're always going to be the last one. Just human behaviour that you're going to try to avoid. And what's interesting for me, David, is, is I think we, you know, certainly I have a little bit more concern for the ones that are, that, that are missed. It's not, you know, it's not a charitable thing. I just, I feel bad. I feel bad if people miss out in it. And you should, like, because in, in a way, it's not. For it. But on yeah, that, and on, on the, you, you and you've you've touched on this. That one of the things you're thinking about is um, communicating with your clients. Here's how you can apply for yourself. And I've been like that, you know, is sort of give them the information and letting them. For me, hopefully hopefully triage themselves in a way about get ready for the questions they will ask me, get ready for the questions that I will have to ask them if they engage me to do it. You know, that's what I'm trying to do is not necessarily educate them on everything but at least just get them thinking in the, in the broad terms. I think, I think for me it's interesting where the industry is going to focus an awful lot on the application form that's going to be early in the week and most of the week but i think what we what we what we're going to miss out here is that for me that's largely filling in one form that's fine you can collect the information as long as you give it a reasonable crack um you can pretty much get that right it's beyond that in the following 4 days you've got to make sure that every employee who qualifies has the right level of payroll and some of these payroll people are actually going to get a pay rise because you have to pay them first and some of these businesses who don't have the money to make the base payroll payment how are you going to how are they going to do it to make even more than that i think well scott know. morrison told everyone that they should just go to their banks and their banks should give them small overdrafts knowing that jobkeeper was coming i'm still waiting for the example of that happening I don't, I don't think it's ever going to I've happen. seen one example of it being offered pretty quick. I still haven't seen a good example of it being granted very quick. I know mm. that the state governments, um, Victorian state government, I believe, has started to release cash already. I've had yes, some clients who have got well. that. Um, yeah. So, and, and so, look, I think, I certainly think there's some area, but 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 the banks haven't done this. One of the cornerstones was interesting talking with with various ATO people. Was one of the cornerstones of this JobKeeper thing is actually the ability of of printing out a receipt from the JobKeeper website so that you could take it to the bank because there was talk in the industry where the banks weren't weren't freeing up the capital. Um, oh. There's a there's a story in America of, of these of of loans. They're getting business loans being offset against other borrowings and not even reaching the business. Yeah, it's terrible. But look, I think you, you touched on it before about process. Like, 
I think that you're going to have a process by midweek of, of what you're doing. And I think the ATO's done such a great job with the design from all reports today from people who've, who've, who've actually lodged a few. They've done a great job with the design of it. And that actually that really helps you. Like we've all used clunky lodgement systems for something in the past. I don't want to I don't want to knock your little the the child you wish you had Ozkey, but it was a bit clunky from time to time. I loved it. The, it this ugly. is great. This uh, it was it was very it was ugly. <laughs> this is great though. Like this looks really good, and it, and I think that should give us some confidence with what we're doing because it's going to be a good experience when you're using it. But I guess so I what think- I'm saying, David, is it's it's not it's not that application for me seems like the biggest because it's the first hurdle. But there's then then and 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 I'm with you though. At least we know that future systems that come like with the monthly reporting, it should be better. Yeah. It, it, for me, this is a concern. I mean, my my concern is more on this sort of this eighty twenty. You know, I feel like I can. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm going to get my big ones done early. I've I've done a fair bit of work in in communicating with clients. I've sent, I think, five or six emails on what the rough timelines are with the information we knew, how, how we thought we were going to calculate it. You know, trying to educate the clients as much. So I feel like I've got through the major ones. In a small firm with a very with, with a micro client base, you it's that it's that bottom half that will just there's just so many of them and in a way the the tricks around do they qualify have they lodged when did they lodge do they meet the registration thresholds um turnover thresholds decline thresholds Bass lodgement thresholds, but, but how, so calculating how much, the participant. How, how much of this, over, like how much is your sentiment right now dictated by, I'm, I'm going to call it the fake stress of the last couple of months, not knowing caused stress and caused, like you look back on it now, crazy hypotheticals, just crazy, just because we didn't know the answers. But they, they've started to come out. And when they come out, like, you know, the cash versus accruals for reporting was a big worry. It comes out, you get the answer. Great. It's done. So I think that we get in, in times of uncertainty, we do tend to think about what we don't know rather than what we can do right now. And, and I'm I, definitely guilty of that. I, yeah, I, I agree with you in compared to what I felt like a week ago every day feels like a week, Um, Friday afternoon before I knew the definition of income, but then the week before that and then certainly over the course of this endless press conferences and slowly getting legislation and then the rules and then there was a delay and et cetera, et cetera. I think we're not in an uncertain, uncertain time like we were a week, week and a half, two weeks ago. We're in like the productive time. And that was a different stress. I agree with yeah. you. That was a that was an unknown, and that was a whole different. I guess it's sort of more a mental challenge than a physical challenge. I worry this week about the physical challenge, whereas <laughs> I can appreciate that the mental challenge of the last two three weeks yeah. was far greater because you're there was there was three three or four days in a row that 
I would have had five calls, five discussions per day with just just doing hypotheticals. Just yeah. doing well, well what if it's like well but like yeah, like let's not do you, I can't do you think that tell do you, you think that part of the client journey through this is finished? Like to me, most people I know run businesses, even the businesses that I still run, the what am I gonna do? Am I okay? The self check, the talking to peers, it's done. I'm now on the okay, have I stabilized the ship? And when am I gonna start thinking about what this is gonna look like in six, twelve months time? I think most people are getting into operations. They're betting down their new normal rather than trying to gather various strands of information to work out what their reality is right now. I think people know what their reality is right now. You know, I mean, I don't think, I mean, I certainly haven't left my eyes any further up out of the horizon than the next no. two weeks. Yeah, yeah I'd agree. Keeper, you know, and I'm putting other clients off that I'm like, look, let me get through the next two weeks and then and then we can and then we can chat. You like lodging any FPT returns early by any chance? <laughs> yeah, not a chance. Um, but so, but this is so. One of the other things that the, you know, what do you call them? Unintended consequences of this mm. is one of the um, uh, one of the requirements for JobKeeper payment is that you've lodged your 2019 tax return. Now, we haven't reached the due date for a a large a large whack of of clients yet. So, how does that leave them? So, what on top of that, we may also add. The, the need to – and we are coming into on, our greatest okay, lodgement so date. I'll give you some perspective. Based on what you've seen so far, do you think, one, you have enough work from clients who have lodged their tax returns to last two days? And two, do you think that you will get guidance on that between now and two weeks' time? Based, based on the answers that have come out in the last week. Um. And by the way, listeners, I'm usually the hysterical one between the two of us. It's usually Paul that's saying, hang on, Dave, let's just get to a plan here. This <laughs> is like very role yeah, reversal. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, – look, I, I honestly, I don't – given the length of time it took to get un, – unfortunately get a definition of income, I'm kind of – in in the, given I've, I can only really conceptualise the next seven days, um, hence – it is clickbait hell week, calling it hell week. But I honestly feel it. And so I'm not really wait I'm not holding out hope for any more clarity. But to to give perspective to it though, and you touched on it was I feel quite it, it's not an unknown. It's this it, this is turning into a and it is a bit more comfortable knowing that it's gonna be a physical Getting through the work challenge and and going through the process and lodging the forms and doing the, the the compliance side, which as you said is far more comfortable than hypotheticals and what if and I don't know and it's changing. You're right. There's nothing. I think, and, and there's nothing so that's going to change in the next seven days. We just got to do it. And so I think mentally, it's oh, this is actually what I'm trying to do. Like, you're, yeah, you're under you're under we're under time pressure. Like, there's a serious time pressure. But you're trying to do this. So focus on that bit, I reckon. The, the other thing that's really big for me, like, and I, I just want to touch on this, I want to, you know, mindful of your time, everyone. How are you pricing for this, Paul? Because I'm convinced that you should be charging money and I think you should be charging good money for this. And I expect that my accountant, who's my dad, so probably won't, but if he wasn't my dad, he probably would charge me. 
I'll be honest with the listeners because I'm an honest person. It is 10.48 p.m. on Sunday night. I'm stuffed. My client's JobKeeper, you know, JobKeeper starts for them. It started for us today because we saw the early release, but it, it, it starts tomorrow. I have a concept of charging. I still don't know whether I've got... I've got the guts, to be honest, Interesting. to do it with, with people who are who I have been speaking to over the last two, three weeks who are, I know, to the, the degrees to which they're hurting and we've had deep conversations. And it it is very hard to step back and be practical in the middle of what everyone is going through. I know so I should. I know everyone is expected to. I'm just being honest. Here's my here's my message. Here's my moment of uplifting for you, mate. You are the gateway right now between that person who's going through a very tough time, that business owner, and potentially hundreds of thousands of life-saving dollars. You are critical right now. You should charge for it. As an industry that's never worked on a commission. It's and, not and commission. I'm not, I'm, no, it's no, not no, commission. But, but in a way, to me, it feels... No, I don't, I don't buy this for a second. What, oh, you don't have to share what your hourly rate is. It's probably somewhere between two and 400 bucks. Not many people get to charge that. You charge it for a reason. It's because what you do has value. This whole value pricing thing, most of it's captured in the fact that you charge an insanely high hourly rate. There's a part of me that feels there's a part of me that feels that if you are we no better and we talked about it in our best and our best and worst episode, is this no win no fee? You know, is this I'm the, oh, it's, it's, it's ah. this opportunistic pay us to get a refund. It's not opportunistic at all. It's it's. It, I'd argue if you think it's opportunistic, I'd say charging for a tax return is opportunistic. The client has to lodge it. They don't have a choice. If they're a certain type of structure, they have to go through you. They need to do it to either get a refund, access a government benefit, whatever it is, just be legal in Australia. It's The, the logic works against you more than with you on that. So give you something specific. Here is the price. Opportunistic was the situation of a business in distress they, needing but, money. It no, wasn't. It wasn't in the compliance but, aspect. But where, where does that not get charged? Everywhere that gets charged because it's it's valuable, and it's real work. It's going to take time. So here's something specific. So I don't want to. We don't want to get going into circular. Here is the exact pricing recommendation that we are advising change GPS users to use. I actually had to check with Tim that I could give this away because this might actually help people out there who are having that same internal dialogue that Paul's having at the moment. So we, there's, there's four sections to it. The first one is the employee employer eligibility assessment, 250 bucks flat fee. Do you qualify? Bang. And we do have better guidelines on that now than we had a week ago. The second, employee eligibility assessment and the employee nomination notice, 50 bucks per employee. Fixed fee. So I, I, to me, I don't think that's opportunistic, Paul. I don't think it's – it's not a percentage of the benefit that you're going to get. The benefits they're going to get are they're significant. Otherwise, the government wouldn't be doing it. 
registr- registering for JobKeeper with the ATO, flat fee, 250 bucks, and then applying for JobSeeker payments, which is the monthly report, 250 bucks per month. That is as well with the whole process and all of the uh, templates, all of the client declarations uh, and workflow management is what change GPS members are getting. I don't reckon, I reckon it's a pretty good starting point. You, you might want to play around with those numbers to fit the way the pricing schedule that you offer, but I just, I'm at a loss to see why you would do this for free. It is so valuable. And I and, and, he, and, and, you're, yeah. and, you're, and you're sitting there saying, but I know this guy doesn't have any money and he needs this money. Be generous. Get your fee after he gets paid. Say, I'll do this, I'll do this on account for you, but you have to pay me first. Because guess what? I've got my own family I need to pay for. I can't Are we into, getting into I, win, no win, no fee territory then? No, you're not. It's just funding. That's just a funding arrangement. You, you send the invoice out straight away. No win, no fees. You don't get an invoice until you get it. Just invoice them straight away and say, here's the invoice. The government says they're going to pay you on the 14th of next month. You, this invoice is due on the 15th. And if you don't pay it, I'm not lodging the next one. I did read with interest, but just out of that, because I had a client, uh, sorry, I had a mate of mine who's an accountant who said that he was going to get the JobKeeper payments paid into his trust account. And I read, and and that seemed back then very uh, legitimate, a uh, good way of getting collected. I actually saw in the form today when I filled it out uh, for someone that it was Specific that you could not have a an accountant trust account as the it's it's really interesting. So it does sort of take that um, that step of I I'll clear the refund through and take my fee out. Yeah, I get the feeling they don't like trust accounts in general. There's a few bad stories about trust accounts over the years, and it is interesting that from what I'm hearing, that's the reason why the part of JobKeeper is asking for the bank accounts again because if they go by the data in the system, they are worried that there are too many um, yeah. trust accounts or old accounts or just it's, the money's not going to get uh, get where it becomes. One of the things, we, we will move on because I know we, we, are, we are moving through this. A couple of the points I did want to touch on was that this for me has practically JobKeeper has a really big payroll element in that any 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 employee who is paid less than fifteen hundred a fortnight. Obviously, one of the rules is you have to pass it on in full. The, I don't think I've seen a piece of legislation cover or need as much discussion as. Has how to pay, how to give a pay rise when it's paid by the government. <laughs> I don't, it, it, this is it, it's it's befuddled. It's befuddled. I don't think I've got that word on the show before. Uh, it, it is just great. Some of the greatest minds I, I've I've had in in accounting, people that I looked up to have have just been unable to work this out. Um, I think that to me is interesting, especially when one of the one of the qualifying factors is that you have to have paid the right amount of payroll before you get the refund, and that to me just adds to to the stakes. It, it's certainly, the cost of missing out you you have to do the payroll for two fortnights, and then you almost in a way cross your fingers that you've you've done it properly. 
otherwise the the payment won't come back. And and for some businesses who can't afford the base payroll, you're asking them to sort of almost prepay an extra bit of payroll for their employees in the hope that they'll get it back. And and as we said before about the the banks, you know, we talked about the access to to loans and I think they certainly expanded a bit but not not enough to deal with the amount of people that are going to going to come through this. Paul, I we literally could talk about this all night. It's now 11 o'clock. This it is, is it's not quite. A- so we've got we've got three more minutes and I want to <laughs> two more things. I have never seen and this is something we haven't touched on in the show. I've never seen a piece of legislation with so strongly worded penalty clauses. Yeah. 10 years jail, I think, six years jail for uh, promoters being agents, etc. Th- that's one thing that, that surprised me and has probably added a little bit of stress um, and, and just questions around, wow, this, this carries a bit more weight, a bit more yeah, of the higher stakes. Innocent mistake. Yeah, I just I think common sense prevails here. In- innocent, an innocent mistake doesn't make you a promoter. Totally. I totally get it. But it, it's funny that – and there is talk, there is it is rumblings that um, uh, that apparently the timing of a very big internal tax criminal uh, group that – sorry, a, a the group tax criminal within – No, a group within – Are they the criminals in Home Alone 4, the next Home Alone? The sticky were, bandits, the wet bandits and bumbling. the tax criminal bandits. No, I mean a group within federal police, ATO, etc., um, that were tasked with something else that is is in the final stages of wrapping up. Maybe may have some time on their hands. Um, but but I'm with you, David. This isn't this isn't just to people who gave it a crack. This is for the, yeah. the for the absolute ones. And the last comment, and you did tell me in the notes to be brief with this, so I will. Um, one of the things that I think is going to be the biggest struggle, a big struggle for me in my firm, but also for a lot of accounts, is this offering offering clients to say, well, I'll do it for X amount of money. And then the client's saying, no, 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 I'll do it myself. And and the the difference in that being the ones that will you do it, you've got a checklist, you know how to do it, you have it, you book in a time, it's an hour, you almost do it while they're on the phone, you leave them with all the links, it's sorted. The ones that say, no, 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 I'll go it alone, it's the death by a thousand cuts of like, oh, just a quick phone, oh, just one quick phone call. I've already, I've already had it on Friday, someone trying to set their up their own access and I'm just going to put a pin in it that, for people to to keep an eye out for is that if you're going to commit to saying pay me to do it or you're on your own is watching that back door to say, oh, just one more question. Oh, just one more thing. Oh, just one more. I think that's going to be a really interesting thing to watch over the next two weeks. Paul Meisner, watch it. We will. And comments, we <laughs> shall. hit 11 p.m. I'm done. I know. I made it, mate. I'm done too. I, know. too. I just, look, I, I, we are here for the industry and look after yourselves this couple of weeks. I hope it is nowhere near as bad. It won't be. 
Oh, can we do oh. a bet that it won't be as bad as what you're thinking? Although it can't be proven because you'll just uh, you'll just say we can't shake on it. Because can we fist bump or toe bump or something? Uh, well, on? we can broadcast it to a couple of thousand accountants. Oh, there you go. <laughs> How's oh, that for is, accountability? If, if it's right. as bad, okay. If it's as bad as you got a client who runs a brewery, don't you? Yes, I do. All right, it's a slab of beer either way. If it is better or worse than what you're currently thinking. From your client. What's the name? Give it's, them a plug. It's very, very subjective. Very, it's, it's very, anyway, let's, let's work it out. But listeners, I'm sure we will do a recap on it. You know, what, uh, just give, you, give a little plug to your client. What's his name? Oh, Chimba River Brewing Co. I'm putting together, David, I'm putting together, this is out the back of the bushfires. These guys were devastated by the bushfires. I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a pallet of beer, David. Pallet. I'm going to bring it to Melbourne. And I am going to I'm going to uh, put up an online store, and I'm going to uh, help a small brewery in a bushfire affected town make some money. Wow! Well, potentially, you know what? We'll I was I was that. hoping to do it as an event. You know, everyone could come and come to a tasting, but COVID dealt with that, so we may just have to. Uh, have to offer it as delivery, but keep an eye out for that. That is something that uh, once all this JobKeeper craziness has settled, I will be will be organising. Ladies and gentlemen, you're okay. You got this. And put your hands. It's just compliance, says just compliance. It's just compliance in a really short time frame. But you're right. There is a checklist. Have a great week, everyone. See ya. Have fun, everyone. Cheers, mate. Thanks again for listening to an episode of From the Trenches. David and I love to hear from listeners, so you can reach out if you've got feedback or story ideas. Get in touch. I can be reached on Twitter at Paul Meissner underscore or on LinkedIn, Paul Meissner. I'm on Twitter at David Boyar, B-O-Y-A-R, on LinkedIn, David Boyar. From the Trenches.